Ticket Radio. And welcome to the Movie Ticket Radio podcast. Yes, that's our official name, and thank you for joining. I am your host, J.R. Russ, with... Your friendly co-host, John Records Landecker. Yes, career broadcasters, and he's Mr. Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, we have the Movie Ticket Radio radio station that you can go to at movieticketradio.com and hear the hits you hear in movies. And this here is a podcast where we're talking about the movies. We might play a little snippet. We're not sure if we can get sued yet. So just uh, stand by (laughs) and see if you hear it. But we're talking about the songs that you hear in movies. And John, what are we going to talk about today? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes, which again, just like number one, has a ton of music in it, a ton of hit music that virtually everyone knows. Just about. And now we're going to start out with the one that says that this woman is fine. Be Brandy, you're a fine girl. In fact, this movie, uh, Guardians uh, 2, references that song at least twice, maybe three times. A couple of times you hear it, and then... The Kurt Russell character, which basically is God, is explaining it uh, that The Looking Glass and Brandy was one of the finest songs of the 20th century or something. I forget exactly what he says, but he does a whole little... Quotes the lyrics. Yeah, he he starts starts, uh, quoting the lyrics. Well, because that's when he tells uh, Chris Pratt that, that, that it was his about courting his mother. Yeah. That's why he didn't stay, because his, just like a sailor, his love was creating and destroying planets <laughs> instead of the sea. Oh, that old excuse, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kurt. And uh, a favorite uh, ELO song of mine. Oh, and mine? Mr. Blue Sky. Love that song. It was so, that's such a great song, especially yeah. when it goes on with the big orchestra ending. Yep. Jeff Lynn, the writer of that, I saw him a couple of years ago on his uh, before the pandemic and I uh, got a chance to see him in Philadelphia and what really a great yeah it was a great show I'm singing along I'll bet can't get it out of my head was like a huge favorite of mine yeah El Dorado Auto 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 yeah that was a great album that yeah. whole whole side of that one was great yep and then the one that I just went crazy with and I think you did too was when they were taking off from one adventure and going on to another one, and it started off with the piano riff of Lakeshore Drive. Which no one knows about, uh, except people in Chicago and the greater Midwest area, from Aliota Haynes and Jeremiah, uh, Lakeshore Drive. And uh, from what I understand, uh, the director or the writer or somebody integral to the film is from Chicago and just decided he wanted to put it in there. Yeah, and it's just a song that, like you say, nobody knew about unless they right. were in the Midwest. I mean, they uh, even in Buffalo, which is on Lake Erie, when I worked there, they really didn't know the song. You know, no. a few radio people or music people did, right. but it was yeah. not a huge hit. But nope. in Chicago, it got, they played the hell out of it, and of course, it got played in Milwaukee and you know some of the other lake cities. But uh, great, great song, and just great song, uh, just fun and uh, but i heard it in the movie and it was like where did they find this how and wow (laughs) (laughs) i have actually queued up a cassette and then later on my phone driving in chicago on lakeshore drive and i would go up north to about lincoln park and play the song as i get on lakeshore drive and just 
jam to it as I'm driving into the loop. It's just so cool. Yep. Uh, then uh, the Glenn Campbell song, Southern Nights, was in it, written by Alan Toussaint. Alan Toussaint, yeah. And uh, a Fleetwood Mac song, The Chain. Written by all of them, probably, right? Yeah, yep, you're right. Uh, or at least all got, they all got credit. credit. Yeah, Lindsay Buckingham, Mick way. Fleetwood, Christine yeah. McVie, John McVie, and Stevie Nicks as Stephanie Nicks. Oh. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's I hadn't heard that name. one before. Yeah. I've always been more of a fan of Lindsay Buckingham and Christine McVie than mm-hmm. of Mick Fleetwood and Stevie Nicks. Well. I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry, Stevie. Uh, I'm not going to hold that against you. And no. I'm not even going to argue that point because why not? Yeah. I just like her voice like much better. Um, then there is one that's one of these unknown things that I'm going to throw in <laughs> because of the performer. Undergon Hade which means the unloved song or or is co-named the unloved song written by Jimmy Uren. Ooh. <laughs> no. As James Uringer. Jimmy Uren? Yes, U R I N E. Wow. That's a pisser. Oh, man. <laughs> uh then a Boys and Heart song. Now Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart had a song of their own that was a hit called I Wonder What She's Doing Tonight. But yep. obviously they wrote many songs for others, including this, uh, Come a Little Bit Closer by Jay and the Americans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was Jay's uh, name? Jay Black. Yeah. Great voice. Yeah. Great voice. Big, big, ballsy voice. Yeah. 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 And uh, then, of course, a Beatles song in there. A George Harrison song, My Sweet Lord, which, uh, you know, for licensing music... That's got to be one of the more expensive songs to pay for. Yeah. I mean, any any Beatles song or anything related individually or collectively it costs you a small fortune. But I, that's what they also made out of the Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was a small fortune. So why not? Let's let's live it up. Uh, yeah, I wonder if well, Paul McCartney got a lot of the rights to the Beatles songs back. And I wonder if he's charging less than the Michael Jackson fa- than Michael Jackson or the Jackson family did. For a lot of that catalog. Uh, I do not know. It would be an interesting one to find out from somebody. Hey, if somebody knows, write us at movieticketradio at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Another, uh, this was like a one-hit wonder. I remember this as a big summer song in the Chicago area by Silver. Wham, bam, shangalang. Guess I don't remember that too well. <laughs> Wham, bam, shangalang. What, did you only play it 30,000 times? I don't know. Uh, Great guitar at the beginning. I'll have to go back and give it a listen on your recommendation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll play a little here. Hmm. We got a will, bam, shangalang, and a shala. There you go nice yeah you remember it now <laughs> vaguely okay god oh I'm, i surrender oh that would be no the next song that uh, was in the movie by cheap trick from yeah. rockford illinois yeah 
Great song. Oh, oh I didn't know that's where they were from. I, yep. I was never a liner notes reader, which is bad because I would have a much more useless information well, in my head. The only reason I knew it was because I was in Chicago and they were from Rockford. Yeah. I mean, so I don't um, think I read any liner notes either. It was just uh, a well-known fact. Rick Nielsen <laughs> wrote it, not yep. to be confused with Rick Nelson. No. But Rick Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then a poignant moment in the movie is punctuated by a Cat Stevens song. Oh, Father and Son. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Cat uh, Stevens, a.k.a. Yusuf Islam, right. played that, and people burned his records after 9-11, and now they've welcomed him back in saying, no, we were wrong. You're, you're an okay yep. guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. Peace and love, as, being, as Ringo would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was one that was Guardians Inferno, and I, I included this as part, even though it's not a hit, uh, written by James Gunn and Tyler Bates, produced by Tyler Bates, and performed by the Sneepers, featuring, tell them, David Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> I better go back and listen to this. Yeah. With that kind of credentials, who could? Yeah. Who could? I mean, you have to. Once you hear, once you hear that Hasselhoff is singing it, you gotta go listen to it. Getting down and dirty with a Procyon loader. Got no people skills, but he's good with motors. That weird thing by his side, an infantilized sequoia. The two of them walk by, people say, oh boy. They ask me why I'm bringing a baby into battle. That's really irresponsible and getting them rattled. Oh, boy. Uh. <laughs> As Norm MacDonald said, Germans love David Hasselhoff. Oh, they do. <laughs> and the uh, final song that I've got in here. Yep. Written by George Clinton. And Flashlight. Yeah. Oh, Flashlight. And, and Bootsy Collins. Yep. Um, and they were all members of parliament. And didn't Funkadelic. Bo- didn't Bootsy have a Bootsy's rubber band was a like yes. a solo effort there for a while? I believe so. Well, I believe you're right. I'm uh, I'm not as efficient in my knowledge of Bootsy as I should be. Oh well, you should. You're, I'm a little low. I'm a little low on the Bootsy end. I, that sounds like your dog's even not happy that you uh, don't know that. I, yeah. <laughs> Colt has come in to What's a matter, me, little cowboy? He, he wants me to take him outside. Well, and he, and he saw this last note that I have in here that it's rumored that they might kill off Drax the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 if they make really? one. Yes. Oh, um, I'm sure they will. Why wouldn't they? So, oh, Colt, cheer up. Cheer up. That'll take you pee-pee, okay? <laughs> and you'll be better. I guess on that note, we better wrap this podcast up. I think so. So uh, I'm uh, me, and he's him. And he's them, yeah. And, and we'll uh, talk to you later, uh, movieticketradio at gmail.com. Check out movieticketradio.com and listen to the hits you hear in movies because you'll never listen to the movies the same way again. Goodbye. Never. Goodbye. Movie Ticket Radio.